God said, Quenisha, anything you ask of me right now, I'm going to do it for you. Anything you ask me to do right now, whatever it is, it don't matter what it is, I'm going to do it right now. And out of all the things to think about, I took my eyes off myself. I took my ears off myself. I took my heart off of myself. I took the ways off myself. I took my attention off myself. And I put it on everybody else. Because I know that's purposeful to do. And I said, Father, just rebuild Israel. And God says, I'm glad you asked. Because Israel declared the war. They did what, God? They declared the war. So people being beheaded, people are being taken as hostage and they blowing up things and they declared it. It's not about the West Bank. It's not about Gaza. It's not about the militant aircraft crew. It's personal. And God said, it's about tradition. And I said, the Palestinians going over there, chopping up statues and museums that symbolizes Greek goddesses. And they saying they doing it for Allah. Let me show them here, you right, God. The Palestinians, Allah. Because the Palestinians are the one who named the holy nation. It was just called holy nation. And that's why they were called a chosen children, a chosen generation. They were a holy nation. God's holy people. And the Palestinians, the day of their independence, they the ones giving Israel the name Israel from Jacob named change. So that's your heritage. That's your homeland. That's what you know. That's God who you know. How did you end up serving Allah when you used to serve Abba? And you get mad because they have Greek gods. Hold on, Israel. What you doing with Greek gods over there? But let's lift it up. Let's lift it up. Because we are all one nation. We are all one. Down the line, things change. But I thank God that his word remained the same. And I said, God, rebuild Israel. Yes, I will do. I'm glad that you asked. Then all of a sudden, I received a visit from Michael. Mikael. He walked through the wall. And I'm like, where you just coming from? You ain't even come from the sky. I just came from Israel. The moment you lift up your voice and say to God what you wanted, he sent me. Jesus. So don't be moved by what it looks like. Just know that God is there. And I pray for the unite, the unity for them to unite as one because they are one. 
Tradition separated them. Falsified theology, mythology separated them. Astrology. And God has the final say so. And when it comes to our walk with God, we have to know that we are walking with God. We're not walking with God for nothing, no place, or no person. Because sometimes when we don't get what we want, we stop walking with God. We stop praising God. And that's showing us what we're in for. And I said, Father, I'm here. When it comes to your walk, you gotta go. 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 Forget the trouble on every side. You gotta go. Forget nonsense. You gotta go. Forget immaturity. You gotta go. 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 You want a mission. You gotta go. You've been commissioned. You gotta go. You say yes. You gotta go. You stand in front for the yes to go. To go. You have angels dispatched for you, for me to go. The glory is in your go. The purpose is in your go. Because you are purpose to go. You are destined to go. Now go, go, go. Forget anything else. Forget anything else. We in this for God. I said, God, your fun is my fun. My fun is your fun. And my fun, your only and only true begotten son. Gotta go. The whole earth is yearning. The wars, they're yearning. Even the planets in possession are yearning. Because people tampering with things every day. The animals are yearning. The weather is even yearning. Yearning for the manifestations. Where's the manifestation? A God manifested presence. Had time for no nonsense. Had time for no phone calls that talks about nothing but nonsense. I got to go. I'm going somewhere. You're going somewhere. And we're going to keep going, 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 no matter what. It's good to have people, shoulders to lean on. It's good to have support for people you can call. But when it comes to your walk, you got to know how to stir yourself up. Because that's going to come a time when it seems like it's just you, even though it's not. Joseph wasn't just Joseph, but he was in that cell with just Joseph at the time, even though it wasn't just Joseph. Just told a man not to forget him. Two years passed. I'm still here. I got to stir myself up. And there goes an opportunity to not be upset. You know you are a mature Christian. You know you are mature. You know you have grown. You know you have advanced. You know you have came up higher. When you can push past any nonsense. When you can push past any negativity. When you can push past because.
because you know you perfect. When you can push pace, because you know you worth it. When you can push pace, because you know you God's treasure. When you can push pace, because you know you're a city on a hill that could not be hidden. And you can push pace, because you're the salt of the earth. And you can push pace, because you are a chosen priesthood. You can push past because you know you always win. You can push past because you know Satan prevail not. You can push past anything. Push past everything. Go further with all the things that God placed inside of you. Push past. Push past. Push past. And push past. And push past. And laugh as you push past. Come on someone. What's connected to obedience is rewards. Nothing but rewards. Nothing but rewards. What's connected are rewards. Every single time. You have to learn. I have to learn to continue to stir ourselves up. And know why we said yes. And who we said yes to. In spite of anything else. You have to be that vessel. That's not going to talk out of emotion. But you're going to walk in the wisdom of God. And I'm going to tell you what God taught me. Here's some key points, some prayer points, some power points. Quinesha, yes, Holy Spirit, yes, wisdom, yes, and all that getting get an understanding, yes, knowledge of God. Treat people how you want to be treated. Yes, no, listen, treat people how you want to be treated. Before you think a thing, before you hear a thing, before you say a thing, before you do a thing, treat people how you want to be treated. Yes, done. Put yourself in other people's shoes. Even though you're not walking in their journey, you can relate to having the same enemy who try to bring the same issues. To kill, steal, and destroy. Those are issues. Put yourself in people's shoes so you can relate and lift them up and value them for continuing to keep coming up higher and higher in him. Don't be immature. Don't put yourself in situations where wisdom is not present. Think before you do, think before you see, think before you hear, think before you do anything, Quidditch. Seek God before you make any decision, Quidditch. Because you said yes to him. You didn't say yes to anything, anyone, any place else. You said yes to God. So it doesn't matter what it looked like. No matter what it sounded like. No matter what tearing out to be. You're going to still walk with the one that's greater on the inside of you. Quinesha, same goes for you, listener. You understand. And I realize Holy Spirit say these things to us because Holy Spirit knows us. Knows our walk. Knows the enemy. 
Joshua 1 8. Continue to read the instructions in the word. Meditate on it day and night. Do not let, do not allow, excuse me, nor let the instructions depart from you. And it shall have you to walk in good success. John 1, 1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word is God. Knowing how important it is. To not hold a grudge. To walk in forgiveness. You know that you're mature. You know that I know that you know that we know that we know that when we are mature. That we can see something that's not okay on the job. Community doesn't matter. And we still push past. And push past. And push past. And push past. And keep pushing past. Without being angry. Push past. As a new creature. Push past, willing to forgive, to push past. Count it all joy as we push past. You know how many times God would tell us, no, don't throw it away. No, don't give up the job. No, don't walk away. No, don't throw it down. No, I said this to you. No, I said this. Don't get, you work hard for that job. You work hard for that promotion. You work hard for your walk. You sowing great for your family. You're doing good for the community. Don't stop now. Because you're not in it for that. I'm not in it for that. We are in it for him. If everybody walked away from you today, would you and I still worship and praise? Will we still give him thanks? Will we still know that we always win? Will we still remain unbothered, unmoved, unscathed, unscorched, untouched? Will we still remain? That's what caused me to go far. I treat all of you how I want to be treated. I respect every single one of you and I thank you for respecting and valuing me. But we're going somewhere. You got to keep your head straight. You got to keep your eyes straight. You got to look at the Lord. 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 Don't look over there. Look at the Lord. Look at the Lord. Look at the Lord. Don't hear that. Look at the Lord. Look at the Lord. Don't say that. Look at the Lord. Look at the Lord. Look at the Lord. Now give praise. Look at the Lord. Look at the Lord. Look at the Lord. Don't take your eyes off Christ. Don't take your mind off Christ. Don't take your walk off Christ. Don't take your praise away from Christ. Don't take your worship from Christ. Don't take your yes from Christ. Don't take your willingness to will yourself over to his will from Christ. Don't take, don't move, don't make, don't shake, don't break. Walking with Christ. You got to go in your prayer closet and create one. Sometimes I'm like, you don't care who here, you whatever, man. 
Because there's something on the inside, working on the outside, that's bringing change in your life. Change! Boy, you here? Change! Boy, you here? I know change! Boy, you here? I know change! Boy, you here? Change brought me here. Change brought me here. I know change brought me here. I know change brought me here. Change brought me here. Change brought me here. I know it's change. It got to be change. Nothing but Holy Ghost change. Saying yes to God's will change. Stir myself up change. Keep moving up change. Staying prayed up change. And doing it over again change. Put my hands up change. And look up change. Keep my head up, change. Keep my spirit up, change. 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 I said change. Nothing but change has me here. Nothing but change has me here. My praise brought me here. My praise. Jesus, put this phone down. Brought me here. I know my praise. Brought me here. I know my praise. Brought me here. Giving thanks. Brought me here. Giving thanks. It brought me here. I know giving thanks. Brought me here. Come on, someone. Gotta stir yourself up. That don't mean nothing is going on wrong. You stir yourself up because you're going higher than where you are. There's nothing going wrong in our lives when God has made every wrong right. When God said, Quenisha, in all thy getting, get an understanding. Okay, God. Yes, God. Be wise, whatever you do. Whatever you say, whatever you think, wherever you go. Be wise. Yes, God. Because you don't want Quenisha to frustrate the grace off your life. You don't want to frustrate the grace off your life because people can make a decision who's connected to your life. And if you mistreat them and they walk away and not want to come near you ever again, they have that ability to make that decision regarding your life. So watch how you treat people. Put yourself in their shoes. Think before you speak. You gotta think before you speak. 
You gotta be slow to speak and quicker to hear. Slow to speak and quicker to hear. God said it happens all the time. Some go all out for my will and only want my will. And some want my will but don't want to go through what it takes to see and receive it all because it requires other people. And some people change their mind on other people. Some people say things they shouldn't say to other people. Some people demonstrate ways I don't give unto other people. And some people change their minds with being connected. Don't matter on a job, how many was on a job and left because somebody there you didn't want to work with. God wouldn't have said leave. He would have said stay because it's glory to be revealed. Same thing with friendships. Same thing with purpose. Same thing with God's will. People change their minds all the time. No, you took too long, so I'm going to go over here. I've been waiting by the phone. You didn't call, so I called somebody else. You didn't show up, but they did. This happens all the time. And many of us miss our blessings and our promises from God like that. Because if people feel like they're not valued, they're not cared about, they're not loved or respected, they can have the ability to move. But if you value and I value God's will more than I value myself, then you will stay in position. But sometimes it's easy said than done. Because many feel like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to use verse for example. Yeah, I know that you are who God say, but you need to get it together, sweetheart, lady. I'm going to use our sisters for an example. We can tell about the men. Get it together, lady. Stop doing what you're doing, lady. And she keep doing it. I know I love you. I know you God's promise. But what you're doing is superseding what I really want to stay here. But you're superseding me wanting to leave by your actions. They're superseding why I really want to stay. So I'm about to roll out because you keep playing with my emotions, lady. I know you promised, but guess what? I'm not promised to be hurt, lady. Many of us want the will, but we're not willing to go through all of that that people are trying to throw our way, ladies. We got to really know who we are before we become naturally. If you're not demonstrating that, you can lose out. I can lose out. If I'm a homeowner and I still have the mentality of living outside, I can miss out. If I'm walking in the new and I still have old on my mind, I can miss out. It's promised to us. Let me tell you why it's promised. It's not because you're going to do it. It's because he already did it. That's why it's promise. But you and I don't have to manifest the promise. Many don't manifest it every day. 
That's why it's called restoration because we turned it away the first time, maybe the second or third. And thank God for restoration. But God is not going to force us to walk in what he already written. It's not going to change his word. His word shall never turn to him void. Whether we become void inside or not. His word shall never turn to him void. He already written it down. So how does that look? My plan written down and you say, you know what? Forget it. I'm done. Because we got no feelings and God understands. But at the same time, he wants us to understand his ways. Because some people don't think. Before they speak or do. And we all can, you understand, vow for that. But you have to know that change, boy, you hear change. Boy, you hear. I know your change, boy, you hear. I know your change, boy, you hear. Grace, boy, you hear. Hallelujah. Anytime we can read Joseph's testimony, read Job's testimony. You know, Job found out after he read the double portion that God allowed Satan to do that. Job had to stir himself up, not to even question God for even saying yes for him to even do that. But when that Reaping overtake the sowing. You're not even thinking about that. But some of us are different when it comes to letting things go. Some of us let go half, not let go at all. Gotta let it go. Because the change brought you here. You're going somewhere. Keep going, keep going, keep going, and keep going, and keep going, and keep going. You ever had somebody that's very close? You could be a best friend, somebody who you know for years, and they know something. They know how you are, know what you would like to hear and would not like to hear, wouldn't want to hear, wouldn't want to be around. And for some reason, they just want to call you or visit you or email you about something that they know you don't want to hear. And talk as if they're so excited to mention it. And many of us entertain it by not trying to look like we're not bothered by it. But I'm going to tell you like this. Whatever, whatever we do to people, knowing that it's a negative motive, knowing it's wrong, no, it's not okay. No, he wouldn't want it done to us. It's going to come back if we do it intentionally. Now, we make mistakes every day. That's not intentional. And we repent and we turn from our wicked ways. When we know something wrong and we know it's dead wrong to say, Somebody doing so well and you're doing so well at work and somebody called with foolishness to try to disrupt your day and it looks like it's working. 
that they're going to Holy Spirit on your behalf. Sometimes God will send Michael. Sometimes God will send Raphael and Michael. He may send Mikael, Raphael, and Michael. May send your relatives from the kingdom to you. Sometimes when it looks like it's the worst, it's actually the best. You ever got so pissed off that you went to say it was like for real? How come you like this, man? How can you even be like that? You from God, demon. Your name was Lucifer, Satan. Sometimes you be like, you hate me that much? That you seeking, what can you do so I won't go to heaven and reap all that heaven has for me? And then I notice we can't be upset because our praise steals its plan and our praise doesn't have anger in it. Our praise doesn't have frustration in it. Our praise keeps frustration around and not in. So if you want to beat Satan up, praise from your heart, praise from your soul, and give thanks from your spirit. All the time. All the day long. All the day long. All the day long. All the day long. So many people start to come to me. God say, stand right here with me. God say, use you to do this. God say, you have asked for this. God say, have you do this Zoom? Have you do this event? Have you do this function? Have you be Saturday in the parking lot? God will have people to come to you, want to do ministry with you, want to pour into you, and pour into you because they see what God is doing in and through you. You have to stay focused. You have to stay focused. You have to stay focused. You have to stay focused because you say yes to God, and that is your focus. Not in this for nothing else, only in this for Him. You have to be willing to say, Father, it doesn't matter if I'm left with nothing. I have everything because I have you. And you have to mean it, though. I have to mean it. Because sometimes it may look like you got promoted on the job. But then when you get that promotion, you in that office like, whoa, I feel less than I feel less than now. I was better down there before I came up here. You have to stir yourself up that all things work together. Thank you, Father, for the prayer, uh, the prayer point for Israel. Thank you for bringing that miracle to pass. 
I'm not moved by what it looked like, no. Because you already given me a promise regarding it. Hallelujah. When it comes to God, we don't ever have to question out God. We have to just only believe what God says. Do you want what God wants? Think about everybody in the Bible. Sarah, do you want what God wants? You want out, Isaac? I don't have a cycle anymore, Abraham. Do you want out, Isaac? Are you still an oppressed woman? I got wrinkles everywhere. Do you still want it? We dang on there using walkers. Ask me, do I still want it? Yes, I want it. More than anything. Lot, do you still want your family? I know your wife is gone. Do you still want your family? Because Abraham told you to take this out of the land. That means you got to produce and reproduce. Do you still want what God says even though God going to use your two daughters? That's how the Moabites came. Do you still want that? The hesitates. Do you still want that? The Amorites, the Jesuitites, do you still want that? Joshua, you still want the land? They say they look like grasshoppers over there. Do you still want it? Yes, I want it. Caleb, Joshua, go over there. Go scope it out. Joseph, you still want it? I'm giving you a dream. I said your brother's going to be kneeling before you. Do you still want it? I showed you a dream of your brothers and your father, even though they betrayed you. But I showed you a dream that has not came true yet. Do you still want it by believing what I showed you before you got betrayed? Do you still want it, Joseph? Do you still want it? Do you still want it, Joseph? You still want it? And sometimes you may feel like God. It'd be so easy if it came easy. That's why God don't tell us everything. Because if he did, many of us would quit. I have to go through all that. That's all right. That's okay. That's why many don't want to come alongside now. Because they are looking at how we say we go through things. So you sure as much you go with God. I'm telling you, the devil going to come. He going to try it. Ooh. And it scares people. It's like we're warning them. Beware when you walk with God. It may get rough. Things may appear to be wrong. But hang in there. Stay in the game. May end up with one leg. Stay in the game. House may burn down. Stay in the game. May lose your whole family. Stay in the game. May be depressed, but stay in the game. That's not walking with God. That's embracing the trouble on every side while trying to claim God and I'm going to tell you like this 
when the glory comes up on you, you could be talking. I could be talking like right now. And the glory just came over me just like that. The glory just fell upon me just like that. It just fell upon me just like that. What's connected to obedience is always glory. Was connected to pushing past, not being angry, not being frustrated, not being impatient, but continuing to say yes, God. Because sometimes you may say, Father, the answer is no now. Father, forget it. Father, I push it down. I lay it down. I kick it down. I stomp it down. I burn it down. No, God. Everybody felt that way I read about so far. Joseph said no without saying no. Playing games. Job shaved his head and wished he wasn't even born. David on the run, still singing songs of praise and stirring himself up, not trying to kill the army or the man who's supposed to honor him, who chose him to work alongside with him to sing to him and play the harp for him. You gotta know why you're walking. Not walking just for fun. Not walking for fame. Not walking for fortune. You're walking for future. You're walking for firm foundation. You're walking for finished work. I say you're walking for finished work. You're walking for finished work and you're stepping and you're stepping and you're stepping and you're stepping for finished work. Finished work. <sighs> Thank you, Father, for Israel. In every other nation. God, your presence is so powerful. Change. Change. I know change can bring you here. I know God's change can bring you here. Because change, it keeps you here. It's change, it keeps you here. Oh God. God. Do you want God's will for your life? Do you want God's promises for your life? We have to value it. If you want it, you have to value it. I wouldn't even know what that is like to change my mind and go somewhere else where God never intended for me to go. And I mean, while I say I'm walking with him, 
knowing that I'm a new creature. I've given my life out with the old and with the new. Things don't turn out the way how I, I'm in my feelings. You and your feelings, something went wrong. And you just like, you know what? Forget it. I wouldn't even want to know what that's like to say, forget it, God. You just got to quiet yourself and allow Holy Spirit to take over your entire being. Holy Spirit know what to do. Don't walk away. Don't argue. You have to value what God says to you. Because no one's saying it but him. And he is the all-sufficient one. Almighty. All by himself. Our God. I never forget. A lot of times in life I was like, Father, forget it. Forget it. Because sometimes we just don't know how to treat people like we want to be treated. I mean, in the past, past, I was, you know, a teenager. I was like, Father, forget it. I don't want this. And God would say, Quenisha, calm down. Sometimes I'm like, don't calm down, God. Yeah, I was like that. Quenisha, calm down. No, no, no. Calm down. Calm down. Let's take your mind somewhere else by putting your mind on something else. I don't have no complaints because I really believe God when he say my help come from him. When I Look at God. I believe that he is God. Just by thinking about him. I have too many encounters to tell me that he's not. And let me tell you guys this. I'm not with God for no marriage. I'm not with God for no house, no promotion, no increase, no any of that. No wealth transfer, any of that. You understand? Just to give an example. We can have a conversation with some people and money comes up and they're like, man, you you straight. You you you're good. You're good. You're straight. And you like this. Don't get me wrong, but this is not God. This is not God. This is nothing compared to what God wants to do. You straight. This is nothing compared. I know I'm changed.
uncle looked at me and said, you're a billionaire. Would you go to the stores? And are you going to the stores? And are you going to do this and this and this? Would you do that? And before I give a God my life, my answer would have quickly been yes. Of course, who wouldn't? What are you talking about? Why ask something like that? But walking with God, it's like, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. There are so many things to be done regarding people that my mind is not even on me. I go to the beach, enjoy myself, but my excitement going to be just releasing the love of God in the atmosphere, not approaching people, just releasing the love of God, having a praise session out there on that beach, people just feeling good, like, thank you, I needed that. That is fun on the beach. Forget sex on the beach. Come on, someone. It's like we can't lose sight while we're walking with God. God releases promises unto us. And sometimes we be consumed with things. Consumed with people and places. Now speaking in general. Don't be consumed with that. Thank God for it. But know that your walk will always stand. No matter if that comes right now or not. We have to really watch our actions. Because we see it every day. People change their minds. Even in the will of God. Because they feel some type of way. Yeah, we stir ourselves up and we use our faith. But we have to continue to renew the mind, will, and emotions. The soul has to be renewed daily. Because no one's going to allow someone to keep on keeping on when they shouldn't be doing it at all. You know how many say, forget it, God. I don't even want it anymore. Forget the job. Forget the house. It's too much maintenance. I'm done. Forget the spouse. Done. Forget the children. Forget this vehicle. It keep cutting off on me. I'm done. I'm done, God. I'm done. And God is like, you know, calm down. You know, sometimes God will wait until you calm down. And many of us have our mind made up. No, I'm done. I'm done. And I, I observed that. And I said, Father, you promised us things. So that means we have to walk in it. Whoa. No, you don't. No, you don't. If you want his will, then you will walk in it. But it's not forced. It's guaranteed, but not forced. You can deny. You can walk away. You and I can quit. We can say forget it. But why would we want to? 
Why would we want to? Hallelujah. Receive the words from God. So good. You got to keep moving and keep moving and keep moving. Somebody do you wrong or say something. Love anyhow. And that shouldn't be easy said than done when we know who we're walking like here. Nothing is worth Christ. Nothing is worth being like Christ, walking Christ like nothing. God is so good. And you and I have to deny false talk that even you and I try to tell ourselves everything happens when we come down. We have to remain calm. You can't possess the promise, not calm. You can't think straight, not calm. You can't talk about what you let go of. Why go back and pick it up? Why go from being free to being bound again? Why go from having access to God to receive blessings and now cutting God off from the access again? You and I have to calm down and see the glory side of everything. I had so many people, friends, quote unquote, that were just trying to compete my life with others. That was their way of just saying, you know, step your game up. But what an immature, cowardly way to do so. You've been thought to. People could call you with all kind of nonsense. If they know you don't want to hear, knowing you thinking straight, knowing you walking with God, knowing you pushing past, and you got to deny even becoming entangled for someone to even think that you will even come close to being bothered by nonsense, foolishness. You just keep on smiling, keep on waiting. Keep on walking, and you keep on walking, and you keep on walking. My father called me a Negro spiritual, and he meant that in a good way because, you know, he's been away for some time. He think about, you understand, the abolitionists and all of them. He sound like way in the water. You sound like, oh my Lord, 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 Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I said, Father, thank you. Many of us have said, God, 
No, never mind. Throughout our lives. And I realized there's nothing more dishonoring than to tell God no to what he has written that you will really want to walk in. Don't let your emotions get to you. Don't allow your emotions to get to you. You are worth being here. You are worth every bit of what God is doing. And I'm so proud of you. I know a lot of times this Holy Spirit talking through me. I know a lot of times we in situations where we don't want to be involved. And we want to be around, but we don't want to get involved. Just pray on it. Pray on it. Because even when I was in high school on a job, sometimes I had a friend and somebody I was cool with on a job or in high school that got into it with my friend, but I'm cool with the person. And then my friend looked at me like, why are you cool with them? Because we was all cool. Y'all got into it and y'all shouldn't be getting into it. See, I was the person, because I know them. Now, if I don't know them, that's something different. You don't just pry on people you don't really know about and you don't talk to on a daily basis. But if it's people that you know that you know, you know, don't let them go out like that. What y'all arguing for? Why y'all like that? We all friends. Because sometimes it can put you in an uncomfortable situation when they think that, oh, okay, would you talking to them? And sometimes people can try to persecute you because you are talking to them. And that's why many of us fall back today. But pray on that. Because I realized I pushed away from someone before and I was like, why did I do that? Because I didn't want to get caught up in that. How can I get caught up? By being there for my friend, being there for somebody who cared about me, being there for somebody who was there for me, being there for somebody who prayed for me, go to war for me, go to God for me, go to God with me, leave them hanging like that because I'm thinking about myself. Can't nobody sabotage, can't nobody persecute a child of God who know who they are and walking in love? What are they going to do? Do something because I'm walking in love? That's what the devil wants. Division. So I was like, why am I distancing myself from my friend? So I'm testifying. So regarding social media, I didn't want to say much, you know, for people to see because I didn't want no one to see what was on her page that was coming from me. That's how real the persecution got on the job. Because the people that she was getting in it with was, you know, over me in the position. And I didn't want to be persecuted on the job, making my job harder for me. So I was like, hold on, what am I doing? This is my friend. She's cool. Why am I doing that? Do it matter? Can't nobody stop me? What? Because somebody don't want to talk to me anymore? Well, that's your immaturity. Because I'm going to be mature about it. It'd be immature if I try to curry someone because I'm thinking about me being persecuted and I've been there for somebody who is being persecuted. That's when people really need you. And she needed me. And I was like, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. I would private message her when I could just say it out loud like I usually do. She say things I agree with. I agree on a private messenger. Then I realized, why am I doing that? 
God said, just roll over. God said, why am I doing that? Why am I doing that? Why am I doing that? Nah, I'm not going to be doing that. Because a friend or a person who cares about somebody don't move away from them. Because of whatever they're going through. That means I've become more closer to you. Because of what you're going through. That's why Christ said to the disciples, do you wish to leave? He wasn't being rude, just that they were looking like they were agreeing with the people that were walking away. If he felt like they were supporting him, he wouldn't have asked. There's no point of walking with somebody who don't really want to be there or who are afraid to be there because of people saying stuff and doing stuff. We can't do that to people. I realized I couldn't do that to her. And I asked her to apologize. I mean, excuse me, I asked her to forgive me. I apologize. I wanted to. Because I wouldn't want that to happen to me. And I know you wouldn't want that to happen to you. So I said, thank you, God, for everything. You know, when you walk with God, you realize that you have to be, it's not about who's your friend, who's not your friend. It's about knowing that Christ calls us friends. So we really have to be mature and not leave people hanging like that. I couldn't leave her hanging like that. And I thank God she brushed, I mean, I brushed it, but she was just like, you know, it's good. It's all good. Because I explained, I ain't want to be persecuted. I ain't want to get into it. But then I realized, what can man do unto me? That's what people want. They want. That supervisor wanted me to stay away from her because she was away from her. She wanted everybody to be away. See, I noticed if you're angry at somebody, you don't want nobody to be around them because you want everybody to feel like you feel about them. And we start entertaining that. And I was like, nah, the devil going to continue to be around if we keep allowing him to do that. I had to really receive a reality check. This is recent. And I was like, nah, uh-uh. And I see he fled because I said, I'm not going nowhere because you want to go nowhere on me. And I realized the people that I can talk to, you can talk to every day, all day. It's nothing compared to the people that we don't talk to every day that really got our backs. Many say a stranger is more of a family member than a one that's related with blood. And I thank God for the blood, right? We love our family members and we, we know we support it and we love them. They're not going nowhere, but they're just some people who honor us like honor, honor, honor. Like honor who honors honor. I'm always here for you. I got you. And you're like, okay. People that really think about you and go to God about you.
I realize there are a lot of people like that in my life. And God is bringing many more. This lady grabbed me from behind Sunday in service and was like, what's your ring size? My ring size? What? Why is this woman asking me my ring size? So I just said, you know what, whatever, whatever you want to do, God. She said, try this ring on. I tried it on. She said, okay, I'm a five. It's a little slippery, so you a six. I thought when the number go up, the bigger your finger get, but apparently the smaller your finger get. I haven't had my ring size since high school. Because I don't really wear rings, but she just, you know, asking. She said, you know, God said, you know, I have a connection to some jewelry, to a jewelry parlor. And God said, get you some jewelry. And he already paid for it. He told me he paid for it already. So I'm going to go up there and get it. Next time I see you have your jewelry. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. This woman, I walked in a training on my way to church. Walked right through the door. Had to be there at 830. I get my name tag in my folder. This woman say, hey, wait, 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 wait. Is it Quenisha? Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. I got it right. Is it Q-U-I-N-N? Did I spell it right? E-I-S-H-A? Yeah. Thank you. I medicated on your name. She said, I medicated on your name to make sure I got it right. It's Quenisha. Now put this name tag on because I labored for love with this. And I was like, wow, I never had somebody so excited to know my name. To learn my name and how to spell my name. And I was called to give a word for everybody in there. Then I was pulled out of, out of leaving out of there. And I was like, that was the day I decided to wear pants and a shirt. Dressed up, but it was still, you know, no dress. And I was pulled to the side. Hey, the Holy Spirit said, you stand beside me all day during this, this event because I'm the facilitator of the baptism. And I need you to stand here and give them their certificates, take a picture of them going in and out. And God said, you a seer of this event that's taking place that's powerfully happening in the atmosphere. God said, he's going to let you see what he's doing in the supernatural realm to everyone who's being baptized. And you need to prophesy a word to every single one. There was over 20 of them. So stand right here on the side of the baptismal pool. And when they come in and you dip, I mean, they be dipped in and then they come out. You go in the back and get them a word when they all done. I'm like, whoa. And I have on pants and a shirt with red bottoms. Jesus. And God said, that's you. That's how you dress. You're glamorous. And you're still sanctified. <laughs> and I was like, I am not dressed for the occasion. And God said, that's you. Because had I known, I would have probably wore something else. And God said, no. I didn't tell you because I wanted you to come as you. So be prepared, guys, for what God is doing in our lives. To give up God's will for your life is to say, I quit. You and I don't want to quit. We don't want to quit anything. You understand?
Stay in the game. Stay with God. Stay doing good. Stay being glad in it. You have to know that every negative word or deed come towards you is Satan. Even though we as vessels be used by him to do it, can't do it alone. But you have to look at him because God said the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty. So pray for the vessel no matter where it is. How Ooh, I see Holy Spirit in the form of a dove. Wow. Wow. Because what's connected to what you and I are going through is nothing but rewards. So I want you to enjoy what God is doing in your life. This is my time for now. You got to keep going and keep going. Whoa. God just said something to me when Holy Spirit just came in the form of a dove. Uh-oh. This going to have to be two hours. This is it. Wow. I didn't know today. I didn't know. I didn't know. This has came up higher. This has came up higher. This has came up higher. Holy Spirit say this has came up higher. This is not goodbye. I would definitely keep you informed. What's next? On what's next? <laughs> On what's next? Let me tell you. Forgiveness is very, very, very significant. It is. It's worth it. Because many of us think we forgive and we're really not. It's like, yeah, I forgive because it's not around. But when it come around, we've been brought up again. It's like, why do you bring that up again? You know, we have to really make sure we release people. We release places and things that has caused us to be offended, mad, sad, not glad. You understand? And wish we never had. <laughs> You understand? Because sometimes when people just keep trying to do things unto you or unto me, throughout our lives being here, you and I have to push past and still walk in love. Got to still walk in love. We have 66 books plus of God letting us know what to do. We can't be holding no grudge. Saying you did this and you shouldn't have done and you know better than this. Now nah, leave me alone. But I know how it feel to have someone you thought that you knew. And it, it seems to be troublesome. And it's like, okay. Okay. Okay, I know what to do. Sometimes it may be like, I still walk in love with you. I still appreciate you. But I can't come alongside with you. It may feel like that. It may become that way. Nah, I'm good. 
But you have to allow his goodness to be good in your life, in my life. Because God knows that your feelings matter too. But that's the importance of renewing your mind. To not feel the feelings that we need not to feel. Because you come too far. You come too far. God will even test your level of maturity. Are you mature enough for your promise? Ooh, Holy Spirit. Y'all better receive that. I feel it on my stomach. Are you mature enough for your breakthrough? Are your words seasoned enough for your promise? Are your deeds enough for your breakthrough? Would you do what you want somebody else to do unto you that you're doing to them? Are you seasoned and knowing what to do and what not to do? Have you grown and not holding no grudge? Are you grown in the area of thinking before you react and thinking before you speak? Are you grown to receive what I say belong to you? Are you grown enough to receive? Have the growth taken place? In your life or my life, have the growth taken place? Because we're not going to sit around and entertain what we're not being entertained by. That's being fake. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Are you grown? Are you mature for what God says? Because I realize some of us do, we don't want to be done. And I mean intentionally, because there are things that we do, we're not aware that we're doing. I'm a living witness. You're a living witness. We don't want another process while we exiting out of process to endure when manifestation is present regarding any area of our lives. We are in this for God. We're not in this for self or nobody else. No one supersedes our God in our lives. That's why it's important to keep your focus on God. Me keep my focus on God and keep moving forward. God don't want us entertaining foolishness anymore. A lot of times we know things are being done and we just act like we don't see it, but we know we recognize it and we leave and talk about it. God is like, no, this day and age in this body of believers, you're not even going to be in it. You're not even going to want to go near it. Not even going to want to go around it. Not even be entertained by it because you're not going to entertain foolishness. If you know what it is, you're not going to go around it. If you know what it is, you're not even going to speak about it. If you know what it is, you're not even going to go near it to even talk about it not anymore you won't 
Since as God wants you and I to be done with things to be done and over and done with. Want us to be done with things we should be over and done with. I'm a woman. And if God say you prepare for marriage, I prepare for marriage. Prepare for the ministry. Using me or you as an example. I'm just using marriage as an example. How to be an example. Because it's already in you to walk in. You have to tap in to what's already to be discovered. You don't walk around like that. You don't talk like that. You don't put yourself in situations like that. If you prepare to be who you already are. You discover what's over on the inside. You're preparing to not be single anymore. You're prepared to not think single anymore. You're prepared to not walk in being single anymore. You're preparing for the married life. And the married life is already on the inside of you. God just shared his vision and dream concerning you that's already on the inside of you. He created you with a thought he already had. The thoughts are what's already on the inside of you. Because he resides on the inside of you. And he's not a man that he shall lie. So the truth is on the inside of you. I got to know how to conduct myself. Can't be in all these men faces. I can't be wearing what I want to wear. Like I'm thinking that it's okay to wear. Either try to gain a smile or a smirk or being flirtatious. I can't live like that. Can't be hugging up on brothers thinking it's okay. Because even though it's okay to have friends and friends of friends, we all family, we all friends, but stay in your lane. Don't ditch out what you don't want. Because many of us do that all the time. I can sit around all these guys. And as soon as he sit around a girl, we get mad. Or if we sit around all these guys, he get mad. That's why Holy Spirit say, watch what you do. Because who's more married want to see their spouse with more of the opposite gender more than them? And you of that gender. It's like, what's the point? You're not ready for the married life. Come on. Same for promotion. We can talk about any subject. It's not just marriage. You are becoming who you already are. I'm a CEO. I'm preparing for the position. I can't do certain things. I can't sit around and gossip with those who are working under me now because I'm preparing to be in leadership regarding the job. So it's not like you, my colleague anymore. Now, me and you, you know, we talk about things, talk about the job, how much we don't like the job. We slack on the job or whatever on the job. Now I'm in a high position. Now I got to step it up. It's professionalism now. It's not personal. It's professional. (laughs) 
Yeah, we still friends, but I got to do my job because if I don't, they may replace me. And I came too far to be replaced because of something that I know I shouldn't do. Come on. What we are discovering, we already are. Who we are discovering, we already are. You have to know what you're called to do and who you are regarding doing it. Because we can't release where we were if we're going further than where we are. And then expect people to see that we're mature and we're still back there when they up there waiting for us to get it right. We all been there. I know I have. Regarding family, friends, doesn't matter. It's not like that now. I can't sit there and ditch out information to you and advice to you, sister in Christ or brother in Christ, that I wouldn't follow. Yeah, go this and go do that. Go stay there. It's all good. Yeah, you grown. You can do this. But would you do that? No, you won't. Would I do that? I know I wouldn't. So why would I tell them? And I realized walking with God, I have to really rely on Holy Spirit. I can't rely on somebody's personality. I can't rely on somebody's love they have for me. I can't rely on somebody's, you understand, experience here. I have to seek God for myself because we all different and uniquely made. We perceive differently. You may tell me something is okay. I may tell you something's okay. And it may not be okay. It may backfire on me. You ever did something? Somebody says it's okay. And the people that, you know, you did it. And they was like, I didn't know. I mean, I didn't see nothing wrong with, you understand, going to the club. I didn't see nothing with going to the cookout. You said go. I know it was smoking there, but I didn't smoke. Now I smell like smoke. And the soaking session, you shouldn't have went. Well, you told me it was okay. Well, I didn't know it was going to be like that. Now, we wishing we didn't listen. People around the soaking session feeling some type of way. They embarrassed. They got other speakers coming that, and they invited you as a guest. And the people that's coming as a speaker know you with them and you smell like smoking. Like, you shouldn't even care if you're going to smell like that. Well, I, I shouldn't even went to that cookout. Shouldn't he listen to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. We got to treat others how we want to be treated for real. Because God see it. Yeah, he see it. He see it. We ditch our son. We wouldn't follow. He know we ready for what we ask him to possess. And I've realized marriage is a lot different than just a relationship in the world. Marriage of God is very different because it's sacred. I realize it's not open. <laughs> See, in the world, it could be open. Because you're doing worldly things, that is exposed. And when you do godly things, that is exposed. But what you do in secret place, though, that be rewarded openly. See, you're not exposing yourself. He's the one exalting you. See, it, being exposed and being rewarded openly are two different things. 
One is good and one can be bad. And I realized merch, you know, the covenant with God, it's not open. It's not open at all. But you open up, but it's not open. Because I realized there are a lot of things that a lot of married women would not allow their man of God to do. And a lot of men would not allow it either. Especially with the opposite gender. It's not like that in the world. Because you are in ministry. So it's not time to be, you understand, forgetting who you are and where you are. Because it's different. In the world, it's not ministry. In the world, it's misery. But in God's house, it's ministry. So you have to be very mindful what you do and who you do things with. I learned that. Don't be a mid-face. You know, even some guys who think that you are attractive and you're like, you're not entertaining but you don't want to distance yourself because you're so happy to be around, you know, church folk. But it may not be a good idea. Because at one point I was like, I'm so happy to have brothers. I lied. <laughs> My church home, when I first got there, I was so happy to have brothers in Christ. Because I used to want a house full of brothers. I don't know, I just wanted brothers. <laughs> Sisters too, I just wanted a lot of us. I don't know where these ideas come from, all these people being added. I don't know. I just know my great-grandmother, she had 20. My other grandmother had 13, but she had, she raised five, but she only given birth to 13. You know, everybody, my uncle had, you know, 12. Everybody had a lot, but some people, as it went down, the numbers got low. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I just want a house full of siblings. I... Now I just got that with my son, God. I just got that. Yeah. I was like, shoot. Six brothers, six sisters. I'm good. And I'm telling you. I don't know where I was going with this story. I went too far off point. I don't know where I was going with this. Holy Spirit, help me. But, you know, I always want a large, you know, family. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You're so sweet. With the brothers. I was like, I want a lot of brothers. I got to my church home. I was like, wow, there's all these men in here. These are my brothers, God. When I said brothers in Christ, you couldn't tell me nothing. Hey, brothers. I'll be like, hey, it's time to hug, hug you, brothers. Hey. And I had, a, I had a brother in Christ. You know, you know, I didn't know too much about, you know, but not the dude, because I'm looking like these brothers, you know. I grew up around family. I grew up Jewish. There's nothing but family in there. So I see people that's family, but not family. Oh, brothers, I'm outside of the box. I'm out the bubble, guys. Hey. <laughs> you understand, brothers, sisters too, but I wanted brothers in Christ, because I don't never really see brothers that much in Christ. And I had a brother do some music with me. And I was like, hey, brother, we doing music. He brought his best friends with a pastor in the Waldorf location. And I was like, okay. Before he was a pastor in the Waldorf location, you know, he was working with him. And he was doing go-go and stuff. And he was preaching. 
You heard about me preaching the way he used to preach at. Whoa, he used you to be where I was. Wow, you was there? Yeah, Jesus. What you do? You rap? Let me hear. So we was like, you know, he let me, he let him hear my rapping. Give me 16 bars. Give me two hooks and give me a chorus. Cool. I did it in, I did it in five minutes. I did it in five minutes. And all of a sudden, he was like, wow, you can rock. Brothers. Then I started, you know, going around hugging brothers. Then I realized, wait a second. I'm getting approached by some brothers. Uh-oh. I don't mean it like that, brothers. I just want to hug. Like, would you be my neighbor? <laughs> Jesus. I was just that pressed. I didn't know. Like, you know, don't be in their face too much. I'm just like so excited. Hey, what you doing today, brother? <laughs> Let me get you a number. You call me later. Come on, Q, man. I was just that pressed. Brothers. Jesus. <laughs> I'm telling you. It took me to come to a, a couple of singles meetings for me to realize, okay, that's not what you do. And I had a married couple to tell me, no, don't do that. No, don't do that. Yo, you don't want to go around hugging on man. You know, you don't want to do that. Then I realized, okay, that wasn't a good idea. So sometimes I don't know what to do. A half a hug or a handshake. I mean, whatever they, they look like, they, if they reach their hand out, I mean, handshake, I mean, I don't know, brothers. <laughs> but I thank God that the wisdom of God kicked in fast. Because some had the wrong idea, but I corrected it. And they, oh, okay, cool. I never met somebody that's that affectionate. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't interested. <laughs> You know, I'm just, I was just like, I'm just sorry about brothers. Then when I explained it, it was like, oh, that's so sweet. You know, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. I like that. No one was in their feelings because I explained. I explained. Hallelujah. But I know being married, you can't do that. Sitting around men, I can't do that. That's not a good idea at all. I got to be wise. Even though we, you know, we're brothers and sisters. Even though you're my coworker or you connected to a relative, I gotta be mindful. Would this man want that? No, would this man want that? Cause I realize God is really teaching me and has taught me what it is to be a wife. He never went through that process with me before. This is the first time for me. And it's not just about standing firm for, you understand, your marriage. It's about standing firm for your purpose. Standing firm for your ministry. Standing firm for your personality. Standing firm for your growth, your spirituality, your mental state. Emotional state, spiritual state, physical state. It's about standing firm. To not quit. To be more mature. To not grow weary. Not to become entangled. Q, you can't become entangled to the things of this world. Regarding purpose. You have to be very, very seasoned and be nurturing. You're an example. You're an ambassador. An ambassador is Christ-like. An ambassador 
is a representative of Christ. You have to walk like Christ, talk like Christ, conduct yourself with your mind like Christ, hearing like Christ, demonstrating Christ, even though things around are not Christ-like. You have to demonstrate Christ-like on the things that are not Christ-like. You can't be moved. You can't get angry. You can't vent and then pull it back. You can't vent and then apologize. You can't vent and try to play it off. You got to really be nurturing marriage. And that's not even just marriage. That's ministry. But when I came back in the body, he didn't talk about nothing but marriage. I'm like, out of all things, just, you know, marriage. Marriage, 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 marriage. And I realize, man, we talking real because we don't talk fake. When it comes to sticking it out and staying in, it's going to take nothing but God. Because sometimes you or I, we may want to quit. It has nothing to do with purpose has nothing to do with a person. It has everything to do with a personality due to emotions that are becoming entangled. Like, that's it. Like, you don't know me by now? You saying that? You doing that? You don't know by now what to do, what to say? You don't know now? You don't know me? So why are you doing things as if you don't? Marriage. See, we see, oh, it's so good to be, it's so nice to be with someone saved. It's so good. And guess what? People look at it like that all the time. But that's not how God teaches it. No, we do not. That's the body part about it. That's the emotion part about it. No, God, he does it straight from, her, uh, excuse me, spirituality. Are you going to walk in spirit and truth or are you going to give up too? Are you going to put in the goal in the, in the battle knowing that you always win already? Are you willing to keep your mouth quiet? Because I never heard of a preparation like this. I never seen nothing like this. I never seen that somebody is away. It's not even in scripture that a woman was over here and her man was over there and they were still preparing for marriage, marriage. That is not even scripture. No one in the Bible went through that. Jacob was still talking to Rachel. He just got deceived, but he worked for her. He had to work the whole other seven years. About a year, he got his wife. No one in the Bible has ever prepared like this. And I was like, where do I get my answers from? Where do, and God said, it's an answer in the word about staying fast. And there's an answer in the word about counting all joy. There's an answer in the word about good things happen to those who wait. There's a word for everything, even though it's not specifically done that way you are encountering it. Because I wanted to see a testimony like this. There are none in the, in the Bible. When God says sometimes it's a new thing, it's a new thing. And God deal with us because sometimes you got to be willing to go through their personality 
And to just, you understand, we so quick to ditch out what we know we should do. But when it happened, is that what you going to do? Because I'm not even worried yet. And I had a couple of tantrums. Man, look, forget it, man. Forget it. Got to go through all this for what? It's not even about the man. It's about, you understand, the perseverance. And I'm not even a quitter. But it's not easy. It's like everything that could be easy was stripped from me. Everything that could be comforting was stripped from me. Everything that could be, you understand, not challenging, it was stripped from me. It was nothing but hardcore persecution. God didn't have me talk to nobody. Had me to call nobody. Had nobody to call me to talk about it. Nobody to be around me regarding it. And can you even imagine to go through something like that? Not even hearing from the man and preparing for him, but he can hear you all the time. And when you, you know, see and hear, you got to stir yourself up. Because you can't even hear what this man is saying, but he could be doing the opposite of what you already know what's going on. Like, what in the world? What's going on here? Are we even on the same page? And you can't question what God says. God, did you say? I know you did. Because it's not even me to be doing this. I don't get no mercy trying to prepare for another one. Come on. I don't do this. I don't stand firm for the wrong thing. I don't faint not for the wrong thing. I don't deny the attacks of the enemy coming only from him regarding the wrong thing. No one is doing anything but him, negativity. You know how challenging that gotta be? Ladies, put yourself in my shoes. Let me ask you this for those who marry. Did you prepare away from your man of God? It doesn't matter. See, the thing is, it's being restored. So what's being restored? What did not take place. So it's not even coming in the way that it was before. Jesus, even though it has been restored. Because this time, the man is quiet and over there. But before, he wasn't. Very loud about what he wanted. Now it's complete opposite, but it's the same restoration coming from the same God. So it's like, what's happening here? That disturbed myself up. You get to talk to everybody else, be with everybody else, do things with everybody else, and I'm connected to be one with you. This love that I have can only come from me regarding you. Nobody on this world, in this world, on this planet can supersede the heart that I have for you because I'm created to be one with you as a wife to you. And what is going on with you? Cannot even hear from you. Cannot even see you. Everybody else can. I'm still over here. And I'm preparing by myself. Like I'm in this room like I'm Cinderella. And she was in the attic. Going back and forth. Having nobody to talk to about it. But stirring yourself up. She's still singing. She's still uh, sewing and drawing. She's still being nice and being a good servant. Still cooking and cleaning. Not even complaining. Same goes for me, not even complaining, still serving, still ministry, and excited to do so, eager to do so. Then all of a sudden, I'm like, what in the world? What in the world? I never heard of this. And I was like, is this even worth it? And God said, what are you saying? I'm not talking about the man. 
I'm talking about me just not knowing. And God said, bless all those who believe and have not seen. Remember that? God, it's not easy over here. Why did you write it down to happen this way for me? Why? Because you already knew it was going to be restored. So you already written down the restoration concerning me. Why did you write it down like this for me? Why did you write it down like this? Every woman want to talk to her with her mom? No. Because you can't talk to her with people who's not pulling from where you're pulling. And my mom and everybody pull from the kingdom. But I'm pulling... The grace of God upon my life concerning this man. She's not grace to be prepared with this man for me. She's my mother. So you gotta be careful. Because some people will say, Well, where is he? Why you can't talk to him? You're preparing to marry him. He can't call you. You don't see, we don't know what he's doing. You're not friends. Do you reach out? Do we reach out? Do y'all hang out? Y'all do nothing? You sure this guy? See, God don't want to make room for things like that. It doesn't feel good for someone to tamper with your faith. And you know what it's like when you're believing and all you do is believe. It don't matter if everybody walk away. You're still on your knees believing because you know what God said and it don't feel good. But it works out for my good and I never thought I'd be prepared for marriage. At one point I said, I hate marriage. There was a lot to get out the wrong marriage. And you send me back to this man and repent and repent. Go through humiliation, I felt. Go through embarrassment, I felt. Then go from the world and tell what I've done. And I'm still prepared to feel like I've been exposed. But I can't do my God like that. I can't talk to my God like that. I can't look at my God like that. I gotta have faith in my God like that. Even if I don't see anything, I believe in my God like that. I believe what you say, God, because you are not a man. You love me. You will not set me up the fall, God. I would love to talk to my sister. How many of you have sisters and you can talk to them about your man, talk to them about your husband? Me, not at all. Because she would be wondering, where is he? Well, let's go get him. No, we can't do that. I don't want to see you like that. You know? No need for nobody to be bold outside the wheel. I mean, bold, you know, moving prematurely. You don't want nobody to get in your way of you using your faith because they're moving for you regarding God's will for your life. God is clapping like never before. God said, well done, this episode, he said, write it down. It's called Well Done. This is the last episode on here. Not the last that you would hear from me, but on here. That's why this message is this way. Because what's coming with this message and cannot be nothing but honest about everything that God needs me to say. And I was like, Father, if it if it wasn't what you wanted, it wouldn't have happened this way. 
And it looked like God wanted the worst way in the world for me. It looked like God wanted the least for me. It looked like God wanted the least for me. I started thinking about David. I can imagine how he felt. You think he was happy to get that sheep out that lion's mouth when his father told him to be the only one outside? But he made sure that he didn't allow that sheep to get slaughtered. His father said, attend to it. They may keep an eye on my sheep. And he took it out of the mouth of a lion, a bear or a lion, a wild beast. You understand? Whole time God had that to happen right there because God knew if he could do that, he could take down Goliath, which he's about to. You understand? And I got to really, you understand, not, you know, be upset. And I mean for real because some people will call you and say things that they know you don't want to hear. You know, say things like it's like you just bringing up your preparation. You're not even talking about your preparation. I'm like, I'm not even talking about it. Why are you talking to me about what I'm doing that God wants me to talk to you about? I'm not bringing my preparation up. So why are you bringing it up to me? And why are you bringing it up in a way that I don't want to hear about it? You're not putting a smile on my face. You try to have me go to the throne room in tears. Why do you want that? And I was like, God, if you didn't want that, it wouldn't happen. Because it doesn't matter. You ever had somebody call you and speak against because they, they looking at it in a natural? You're like, you just feeling so good. You praying. Then they go phone call. You know, uh, this is happening. That is happening. Are you sure this is happening for you? I'm not even talking to you about it. Why are you saying this? Regarding your job, regarding anything. And it's like, you don't want to say, you know what? Just get away from me. Because sometimes it can hurt for someone to call you and say, even have the thought, let me call and say something I know they don't want to say. You really think that low? You really don't value me that much? And the thing that makes it so rewarding is that I never treated no one like that. And I never will. For all of you, I don't know who you are, but just if you know me, haven't I always supported if you invited me? I will go above and I have went above and beyond many of the times because I honor you. I wouldn't lie to you. Many of you, I apologize. Many of you, I said, thank you for helping me change, helping me grow. I needed that. Many of you, I would give a word and just say thank you. Many of you, I would love, you know, I love being around. I sow, you know, words of love in your life, even a seed in your life. No matter birthday, no matter holiday, cash out, it doesn't matter. This for dinner. This a birthday card. It doesn't matter. I did all of that while God never had any of you over here with me. And I know that my preparation was a little uncomfortable for us all because how it was happening. But I thank God so much that he still kept you around me to pray for me, even if he wasn't physically with me. And I want to say thank you so much. I am worth what God says to me regarding every area. And so are you. But I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I was like, man, I didn't ask for all of this. 
But if you say yes to God's will, this is what you said yes to. And ladies, I had no idea merch can be like that. You can't. You can't. You can't be mad if your man has a great heart and be around people that can be mean to you. You gotta be happy for him that he walks in love. Cause I was so mad. I was sitting there chilling and it got back to me. Why are you even calling me with something? I don't care. Don't call me with that foolishness. And then I got really angry. I started shaking. I got furious. How dare you? I'm not even married to you. You already defiling the marriage? You don't know what to do as a husband? You don't know who to be around, who not to be around? How can you be around somebody who doing these things, saying these things? How can you entertain lust? And I got so pissed. Like, man, forget you. Forget this. And you know, outside of a testimony is a reward, right? And I was like, Forget this. Nah, man. Any of you ladies, you will feel the same way. Men, you too. You too. But that's the glory of God. That we can push past and love and let things go. We are family. And I was like, that wasn't how I was thinking at first. <laughs> I was like, what are you saying to me? What? Why you even call me with that? I'm fine. Played it off. When I hung up, I started shaking like, no, oh no. Who am I marrying? Do I even want to get married? It was very like that. It was like that. Like, are you serious? Would you want me to do that? In the will of God? Because I don't care about what I did not know, but I do know now. Would you want me to do that with what I know? I was that mad. And I realized this is God. This is God. Because if I can forgive, if I can love unconditionally, so can you. And God is saying to me to apologize. I apologize. I didn't know what to think, man of God. I didn't know what to think. I don't hear anything. I don't see anything. I'm just using my faith. Believing what God said to me, knowing what's happening is happening for you and I, I get it. But I'm going off of my faith 
what I do not see. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I came this far with just believing and only believing the why. I didn't come this far hearing anything of you agreeing with what I'm saying. But I feel your agreement, I hear your agreement, and I see your support without even seeing your name. My spiritual eyes been seeing. My spiritual ears been hearing. My heart been knowing. Because I've been converted. And today, I became conformed by not knowing what is going on. And I start thinking, do we even understand? Do we think it's just that simple? Is he in la-la land? And I apologize. I apologize. That's like I walk in our bedroom and you're sitting there playing cards with some woman on our bed. My reaction is not, uh-uh, oh no, uh-uh. That's not my response. My response is, hey. Hey, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I don't know why I say the bedroom. That's that's some explaining it. Why are you in the bedroom? You could have been in the living room. <laughs> but the thing is, God used me to say that not to overreact. When you're married, you cannot overreact. And I realize a lot of women don't play with their man of God. And God is showing me, Quinesha, it's all about trust. And trust comes from security, not insecurity. You trust the white, don't you? I was like, yeah, but would he make a crazy mistake? What, by just doing something he think is so, you know, is he thinking everything's so innocent? Is he entertaining things that he should entertain? No, you didn't, and you wouldn't. This is the final episode on here. I have to allow it to roll over one more time. God say one for the Father, one for the Son, one for Holy Spirit. I have to write that down as well because that's what's going to be for the episode description.